Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is Ross Jones, your business coach, with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bites, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss, and we share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome, and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing with you a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Ros Jones Bold Business Bite Show. Today, I'm delighted to be speaking with Carolyn Frank, Development Manager with the Federation of Small Businesses in North Yorkshire. After leaving the corporate world, Carolyn ran her own business in Helmsley, where very unusually, 70% of the businesses are run by women. Carolyn recognised very early on the benefits of women networking with other women business owners. Let's find out more about her thoughts on business as a business owner and now as a development manager for the Federation of Small Businesses in Yorkshire. So hello, and today we are welcoming Carolyn Frank, the development manager for North Yorkshire Federation of Small Businesses. Welcome, Carolyn. Morning. Thank you so much for joining us. So we'll tell us a bit about the Federation of Small Businesses and just briefly and how you actually came to be part of it. Well, FSB is a national membership organisation, so we're the voice of small business in the UK. We have um, about 170,000 members nationwide, and I look after the 3,000 of those members that belong in North Yorkshire. And um, I've been involved with FSB for many years, so I ran my own business for eight years, a small retail business, and I was a volunteer member for them, and I got involved with a lot of their policy campaigning, over that time as a volunteer because FSB is a member-led organisation. So our members get really involved with, with shaping our lobbying, etc. You were a small business. This was in Helmsley, wasn't it not? Yes, yes. in Helmsley, yes. Yeah. So um, you had a small business there. So how did you get to join or how, how did you get involved in FSB anyway? From well, why? when I first went into running my own business, um, my parents were actually self-employed for most of their lives. And they'd been members for 25 years and always found the benefits of membership really helpful, such as the legal helpline and the other uh, commercial benefits that FSB offer. And so it seemed like a no-brainer to join. And, and to start with, I used those benefits like the cheaper card processing, the insurance services, all, all the different commercial benefits. But then I became really interested in how FSB were trying to change the small business landscape and particularly in uh, things like rural affairs and tourism, which were pertinent to my business and, and where I grew up and, and where I live now in North Yorkshire. And, and also the Women in Enterprise uh, Task Force and reports, um, policy reports that FSB were doing. OK, so Women in Enterprise. Tell us a bit more about that, please. So... Back then, when I was part of FSB as, as a member, the FSB commissioned some research into women running small businesses. And they found that we, as a nation, actually, in the UK, lag far behind America, where women in enterprise tend to thrive. And there were certain barriers identified during that report about things such as women find it more hard to access finance. They find it harder to... Uh, manage staff, um, they find it difficult to speak confidently about their business, they find it difficult to form networks, 
And, and that report from those findings then set the FSB down the track of putting some of those things right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're still working on that. And recently there's been a new report, uh, an updated version of the report, published in collaboration with Facebook and the She Means Business Project. And it's found that that situation has improved. Okay. And I was personally very interested because in Helmsley at the time, through the Helmsley Business Network, there were a lot of women business owners. We were actually featured on News at Six in a report by Mark Easton um, because over 70% of businesses in Helmsley are either owned or partnered by women. And, and that strong network of women really helped that peer-to-peer network. And I, I still, now that I work full-time for the Federation of Small Businesses, encourage women to network with other women business owners. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I um, I think I originally met you through a networking meeting, which was, if I remember, very women-dominated, actually. But a lot of the networking that I've been going to has been male-dominated. So I don't know, what's the happy medium there? Or is there none? I don't know. I think with networking, you find your tribe, as you do in business, and there's room for everyone. There's all sorts of different networking out there. Uh, We run some FSB women networking, which is aimed at women, but men are very welcome to come along. So we have a format there where three women business owners speak about their journey and it can be very personal or it can be about their challenges in business. And I find that the women are really open and honest, particularly about the challenges they've faced and that the audience generally give good advice as well. So you again, you've got that peer-to-peer help. And when men come along, they're often quite surprised by that. And I think different networkings have a different vibe. There's some that are very referral-based. There's some that are more nurturing. And I've always found that our FSB women events are very nurturing, as are the women in rural enterprise networks and so on, that are female-focused. But no one wants to exclude men from the discussion. That's clear. But there is a different vibe at every networking. Yeah, yeah. And... um in your own experience, Karen, what um, do you mind sharing what kind of challenges you faced when you were actually in, had your business? Do you think they were typical challenges as a business owner or were they more as a woman? How do you remember that? I think the biggest challenge for small businesses is getting help that they need. So finding out what's available out there, what support's available, you know, from the local enterprise partnership, from their the local council, from other business owners from associations like Federation of Small Businesses, like Women in Rural Enterprise. And I think that's what I found difficult. I sort of assumed when I went from my corporate career into small business that there would be a one-stop shop and there just isn't. So I think you have to be really tenacious and find out what's available to you out there. Coaching, for example, great. Lots of people out there, um, lots of things to choose from. So finding your, your support network as a small business owner it can be quite lonely and compared to the corporate world where you have a HR department an IT department all that backup you're going it alone as a small business owner and so you need to find that support and I found that through Federation of Small Businesses I found that through other businesses in my local area and and going along to some networking although of course no one has time to go to everything (laughs) small business owners are generally time poor But I think I was quite lucky because I had a lot of business experience from my previous roles 
So that helped me. Some people go into small business because they have a real passion for their product and they maybe don't have that business background. Uh, so I, I feel it was less about being a woman and more about having the, the skills, skills yeah. almost already, those business skills. And But everyone can learn that. I would encourage people to go for their passion and then um, catch up with the business side as they go along. Yes, absolutely. So the, we can see in the reports that you, that you mentioned that um, the climate is changing for women in business in terms of the support and the way they've been able to overcome those challenges through increased support. So what would you say to any business owner, so any woman now thinking of setting up their business, hesitating, thinking, is it too scary? Can I do it? What would your advice be to these women now? I think my advice has always been just go for it because I think you, you'll be very surprised at the welcome you receive into the business community, especially here in North Yorkshire. We are very lucky uh, where we live and where we work. There's lots of lots of support out there and, and you'll be very welcomed into the business community and that's really important to find those people who big you up and who support you. So I would say just go for it. And and if you hear these stories from women in business and particularly small business owners, we all have doubts. We all have areas where we're not great and muddle through. Once you can overcome that fear, it's it's a great ride and and you'll enjoy running your business and, and hopefully be successful. And I think all everyone's story no matter what challenges they've had to overcome they would all give that advice you hear that time and time again you know yes it's very very hard to run a business especially in the current economic climate but it's so rewarding as well so I would say to people just go for it and and don't be afraid fantastic thank you so much and what kind of support can um, businesses expect from FSB Karen can you just give us an overview about how they can help, how FSB is supporting or some of the important work that they're doing now? So there's two sides to FSB. One side's the commercial benefits. Um, so we have an, an, a member website where you can log on and find lots of really important documents. So all the policies you need for a business, really good for HR, for legal advice, health and safety, all the practical things that you need to put in place for business there's over 500 documents on that website which you can customize to your own business so that's a really strong benefit also our right of membership which is um, tax investigation protection which FSB are very famous for done in conjunction with ex-HMRC investigators so in in the advent of that that awful phone call when you you're having an investigation FSB are there to back you up mm-hmm. and that's that a lot of the benefits are there for the rainy day when you're in trouble in your business and yeah. you need the legal backup the tax protection backup many many commercial benefits and then the other side of FSB are the campaigning side so our policy department we have a Westminster office who are constantly in contact with government trying to make things better for small businesses and if we listen to this year's budget speech, FSB were referenced twice in the speech, and that's really a measure of how important our yeah. lobbying is. Yeah. And again, it's member-led. So if members have issues, we had a member recently, there's a little legal loophole within the business rates legislation about the staircase tax. Right. A member in Harrogate actually raised that initially with FSB, and over a period of about 18 months, that's now been removed from Queen's statute, and that's helped 
many businesses who have shared staircases which were previously disadvantaged financially through that through that little quirk in legislation and and as again that's evidence of a local grassroots member taking that right to legislation and helping all small businesses so there's the two two sides of the coin One's the sort of active lobbying for better conditions in all, in all aspects of running small business. And the other side is that, that really strong, strong backup of commercial benefits. Yeah. Fantastic. The website, they just go to the website to find all this out? Or, yes, yeah. all the information's on the website. If people are interested in joining FSB, we have membership advisors out in the community. Yeah. If anybody listening to the podcast is interested, they're welcome to get in touch with me and I can signpost them or they can go directly to our website and, and find out all the information they need. And we have a great customer services team uh, up in our headquarters in Blackpool who are very knowledgeable and far more knowledgeable than me about the benefits who can talk people through them um, so they can make that decision. Fantastic. And for you personally, Karen, what's your plans for the future? Uh, so in the new year, we're looking at some really great training courses coming up, which I'm arranging, um, some around making tax digital. That's the next mm-hmm. big, big um, issue for small business owners within the VAT threshold. So some big changes there from government and legislation. So helping our members to understand what they need to do. Uh, so those those big events coming up um, in the first quarter of next year. Fantastic. And they're presumed on the website too. Yes, all our events are on our regional page on the website um, with an events calendar and they're promoted through Eventbrite as well. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming in, Karen. It's fantastic to speak to you today. Thank you. In our conversation, Carolyn mentioned the main purposes of networking for business owners. One, to build nurturing relationships and second, to ask for business referrals. She also said that business owners are generally time poor and it can take considerable time to build and develop truly nurturing relationships with others, especially if you only meet, say, once a month at a networking event. So I thought I'd share with you a networking model I learned from the very brilliant Andy Bounds. He writes about this in his book, The Snowball Effect. So he says there are four steps in his model for having a pleasant and productive networking conversation. It goes like this. One in, two, you, three, me, four, out. So number one is get into the conversation. So just find somebody and ask, can I join you? It's unlikely they'll say no. Number two, talk about them. So ask what they do, how's business, get to know their priorities in their business so you can position yourself as someone who can help them and ask who would be a good contact for them. Don't look over their shoulder while they're speaking, trying to find someone more interesting. Step three is when they then ask about you. So tell them about the impact of your service or product on others. So, for example, I might say, I help business owners grow their business so they get more out of business and, more importantly, more out of life. And then if they ask for more information, tell them about some of your great success stories. Finally, step four, get out of the conversation politely, ensuring there's a positive next step. So if you want to follow up afterwards with the individual, ask their permission. Ask for their business card and ask them when they want you to call them. And if you can write this date and time on the back of their card. So remember to take a pen. Then it's out. You say, I've enjoyed our conversation. I'll call you on Tuesday as agreed. If you don't want to follow up, it's, I've enjoyed your conversation. You mentioned that you want to speak with whoever they said they would be a useful contact for them. If I bump into any, would you like me to pass them your way or give them your contact details? 
According to Andy Bounds, the only purpose of networking is to filter out who you want to speak with after the event and arrange a time when you'll do so. Remember, it's in, you, me, out. I've enjoyed sharing that tip with you. I hope it's been useful. Check it out more at Andy Bounds' Snowball Effect. Otherwise, thanks for listening. This has been your Ross Jones Bold Business Bites show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with Bold Business Bites. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening. 